this is Daniel Henderson, co-author of the Revisioned 2959 Prayer Guide. And I am so honored to be able to share the privilege of helping you to pray along with Pastor Peter Lord, who wrote the original 2959 Prayer Guide back around the mid-70s, and it was released in 1976. Personally, I must confess that my life has been dramatically influenced by Pastor Lord. I first heard him back when I was in college and then in seminary, have enjoyed many of his books over the years, and of course am a satisfied customer as a user of the 2959 Prayer Guide. Pastor Lord has been a pastor for many decades, well over four decades. He has taught people how to pray in the context of the local church, and now through this guide is able to teach each of us how to have a more effective walk with Christ in our daily prayer life. We are very thrilled that we can partner together with Pastor Lord. Strategic Renewal is my own renewal organization. Our mission is to ignite the heart of the church through personal renewal, congregational revival, and leadership restoration for the glory of Christ. And it is our thrill to offer this personal renewal guide that will ignite a fresh passion for the Lord in your prayer life and show you practically how to pray as you engage in the joy and the spiritual discipline of prayer. And now to offer some opening comments and a welcome to you, here's Pastor Peter Lord. Hello, uh, my name is Peter Lord, and I'm the author of the 2959 plan. You hold in your hands a prayer plan that people have been using for as long as 25 years, and over 600,000 copies of it have been sold. You need to remember it's just a plan, and uh, it's a tool, really, that will enable you to enrich your prayer life in many ways. And I would like to just take the time to explain this to you so that you can uh, learn how to use it in the very best way that is possible. So if you'll take the plan that you have in your hand and let's look at it together. The idea of 2959 came from giving God a reasonable amount of time. There's nothing that will kill your prayer life like rush. And 2959 really stands for 29 minutes and 59 seconds. But nobody wants to get legalistic about this. The main idea is setting aside in your life quality time to communicate with God. I do not know a single Christian of any group that does not believe that prayer is a basic essential to the Christian life. Now, before Pastor Lord returns and describes to us how to use the daily prayer guide along with the divider sheets, I want to walk you through the opening sections of the 2959, this revisioned edition, so that you will know how to maximize this tool in your prayer life and your walk with the Lord. You'll notice at the front we have a summary guide on how to use the 2959. Pastor Lord put this together and we have revised it so that it will simply guide you through the bullet points 
and really the highlights of how to use this particular prayer guide. You'll see the way that the daily prayer focus is put together in specific fashion and how to use the prayer sheets as well. And we hope that that will be helpful to you as you begin your journey in prayer using this wonderful prayer guide. Then you'll find a section called A Guide to Prayer. And this is primarily foundational. You don't have to use this every day. In fact, it's simply some teaching material that will make your use of the 2959 much more enjoyable and enriching to your personal life. In this guide to prayer, we follow a basic pattern that is based on the disciples' prayer. We often call it the Lord's Prayer. We find it in Matthew chapter 6 and then again in Luke chapter 11. And we all know the prayer very well. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and then lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now you know that prayer, but this guide is really organized around the salient points of the pattern that Jesus gave us. As you will notice in the opening pages of this guide, we describe it as the 4-4 pattern of prayer. That's really uh, patterned after the musical beat, and if you're musical at all, you've heard that before. But as you notice in the guide to prayer, it begins upward, as does the prayer that Jesus gave us, with a focus on reverence or on worship. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And each day you're encouraged to remember this prayer pattern as you intercede for various needs. And basically in this section, we describe for you what that upward stroke is all about. These are prayers of praise and thanksgiving, and as you have the time, please review many of the scriptures that are given to you there in order to help you to be more effective in your prayer life, especially with that upward focus of reverence and worship. The second part of that prayer that Jesus gave us is what we call the downward stroke, and that is our response to God and his character. Obviously, the prayer simply says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is surrender. This is listening to God and his promptings and his will through his word. And as you will notice in the guide to prayer, we do some teaching here about our response to the will of God, our response to the invitations of God, how to listen to the Lord, and really a practical biblical guide as you do so in this particular phase of your prayer life. And so it begins upward with worship and then downward with response, a response of surrender, yieldedness, and listening. Thirdly, in your prayer life, there is the inward stroke. And of course, this is the subject of requests. The prayer pattern simply says, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. You will find in this section of your guide to prayer, as you're learning more about prayer, that we talk about the importance of petition, bringing our needs before the Lord, of intercession, praying for others' needs as we uh, call out on their behalf, and then, of course, basic principles of confession and how you make your wrongs right in seeking reconciliation. As we often say, this area of focus on requests deals with our need for resources and for relationships. 
And so that's why in this section you'll see us teaching on petition and intercession along with confession and reconciliation, vital truths to help you in your daily walk and in your prayer life before the Lord. And then finally, the outward stroke as we think about this biblical pattern. Now the prayer that Jesus gave us takes on an anticipatory tone. It simply says, And now lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Oh, how we wish we could enjoy this prayer guide all day long. We wish it was a 2359 all day just in prayer. But the reality is, as we help you to pray for the goal being 30 minutes, you have to get out and begin to face the battle, to get into warfare. And certainly the enemy of our souls is always waging a war against God's people. And so the outward stroke is the idea of readiness, readiness for the battle. And you'll notice that the teaching in this section is all about the weapons of your warfare, the power words, the truth of God's word in your warfare, and then seeing how God is moved into action as we cooperate with him in prayer. Pastor Peter Lord wrote the bulk of this material. We've reorganized it around the 4-4 pattern. But just again, by way of review, as you pray each and every day, follow that pattern. Upward, which is a focus on reverence. Downward, a focus on response. Inward, those are prayers of request, and then finally outward, and that is a readiness for battle as we obviously do the work of spiritual ministry and warfare. After the guide to prayer, you will notice special articles on prayer, and these have been provided. Most of these were in the original 2959, and Pastor Lord feels very strongly that they will enrich your own journey and, again, serve as supplemental material day in and day out as you use the 2959 prayer guide. And then just before Pastor Lord comes to describe the daily prayer section to us, let me point out one more tab, and it is called Praying Scripture. And this is basically using the 4-4 pattern of prayer to open the Word of God and then begin to pray Scripture on your own on a daily basis. In the upward focus, you'll see, as we have told you in this section, that really is the question of who is God. We want to encourage you as you open your Bible to a psalm or a text of the New Testament, wherever it might be, to read it prayerfully and ask yourself first and foremost, who is God? What does this passage tell me about God and his character? We have provided a series of sheets where you can fill in your answers as you pray the scripture. You can list the scripture passage and then begin to list the attributes of God that you find in that text. And then practically, this will allow you to spend time in praise and thanksgiving as we've already taught. And so that first question upward is, who is God? Downward, the question then as I respond is, how should I respond? And you'll see again a section where you can write out your response that day, what the Lord is putting on your heart, the things that he's prompting you to deal with, how you want to surrender to his will and his kingdom purposes. The inward stroke, the obvious question then is, what should I pray about? And as you see, we have listed some space here on these pages for you to pray about certain resource needs in your life, for you, uh, for others, and they might be physical, emotional, or spiritual, and then also to pray for relationships, uh, your relationship with God and your relationship with others. Finally, in the scripture prayer section, you will find the outward stroke of readiness, and the question is here, where do I go? 
Where do I go from here in the day? And what are the battles I'm facing today? What's the warfare I'm anticipating? And essentially writing out some prayers of anticipation as you prepare to go into the warfare day after day. We've enclosed a sample of what that looks like. And again, these are just here for your use. You may choose to use them. You may not. You might want to use them periodically. But we would encourage you to allow this guide to help you to integrate your Bible reading and your praying using this 4-4 pattern based upon the model prayer that Jesus gave us as we walk with him each and every day. And now I want to turn it back over to Pastor Peter Lord, and he's going to take some time for a number of minutes to describe to you how to use the daily divider sheets and how to make your time of prayer most fruitful as you use the 2959 guide. We're coming now to the divider sheets. If you will take your plan and turn it sideways, you will notice that uh, there's a a daily section, and then Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday section, and then the last section in there is on notes that you can put there as God speaks to you and says other things. Now, the great prayers have found out this. It's better not to pray for everything every day. Now, one of the reasons why this is put up in a loose-leaf notebook is so that you can change them around. If you want to pray for something once a week, you can put it in one of the days in the week. If you want to pray for something every day because it has become very important, you move it up to daily. Now, each section, like the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday uh, tabs, have a sheet. And on that sheet, there are praises that come from the Scripture that we can say back to God. It's very effective. You don't have to say all of these every day because both the tab page and the page that follows it are covered with nothing but praise scriptures. Every one of us knows how we like to be praised, and uh, we got that from God. We got that from God. God likes to be praised. And the psalmist said, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Now, let's just go through these sections one at a time, and they contain the sheets that encourage you to pray for different things. For instance, uh, You'll notice that most of the sheets, in fact, basically all of them, except the praise sheets, are basically empty because you're going to be listening to God and uh, writing down the things that he says. But let's go to the first sheet in the daily section that says for personal needs. Now, God has told us to ask for personal needs. In the little box that's on every page, you write in specifically what you're praying for. For instance, one of my prayers for myself is that I'll be a patient person. So I would have in there patience. God, I'm asking you to make me a patient person. And then we have the prayer diary. As I pray every day, I record what God says to me that I must do in cooperation with him. Now, there are quite a few sheets. You'll notice in all of them, they're duplicate sheets. But the purpose of the duplicate sheet is not that you should fill out every one of them. You might only have one sheet for personal needs. Well, move the rest of them to the back of the book. And then when you need a new sheet, you can go back there and get it. By the time you've gone through this book and and the duplicate sheets, all you'll need to do is to go down to any stationery store and buy sheets that will fit in here. The second group of sheets, if you'll turn over uh, a few pages, have to do with family members. One of the most important groups that we pray for are our families. I have five children, and they're all married, 
And what I do is I list one family at a time and the things that I'm praying for them and the things I'm praying for each of the children. Uh, one of my son-in-laws is the principal of a school. I One of the things I pray for him is that he will be a very creative principal, that he will be motivating children to learn and to have the valuable things in life. For all of my family members, I pray that they will love God with all their heart and that they increasingly will be conformed to the character of Jesus. Now, after that, uh, there are other sheets that are mentioned in there, as you will notice them, after the family members in there. You'll notice that uh, there's a sheet for your Timothy. Now, that's for people who are a little more mature in the Christian life and who are helping somebody else through the Christian life. You might not be at the stage yet where you have somebody that you are discipling, so you could take all of these sheets and you could put them in the back of the book. Now, these are the basic things that we encourage you to pray for every day, along with other things that you might feel led to pray at that particular time. Now, let's just go through each day at a time, and you remember that you can shift uh, these things around as you will. Take Sunday, for instance. The first two sheets are containing prayer sheets. And then the next sheet is for your God-given ministry. God wants all of us to minister in some ways. And you uh, who are listening might be at different stages of your ministry. And if you don't have a God-given ministry, the thing you ought to be praying for is, God, what function do you want me to perform in the church, which is the body of Christ? And he will show you the proper places. Then the next sheet have to do with your church leaders. Pray for your leaders. They're under fire. The devil knows if you can get the leader, you can scatter the sheep. So he's after the leaders. Now, you'll notice there are seven spots listed for leaders. You don't have to fill them all out, but fill some of them out and start to pray for those people. And you'll notice that there are three or four sheets for that. Well, hey, take three of them and put them in the back and use them as you need to use them. Monday. There again are the pray sheets. And as we come to Monday, there are different things we are praying for. We suggest that you pray first of all for the church in America. Remember them and ask God to build his kingdom here. And there are three sheets there. You're only going to be using one. Put the others in the back. And then the next few sheets are for fellow believers. Prayer is not an emergency item where we only pray for people when they go wrong. Most of the prayers in the New Testament, you'll find that some of these are all listed on those sheets for fellow believers. Ephesians and Philippians and Colossians and First Thessalonians are all prayers for believers who are doing well. If we prayed for one another when we were doing well, many of us wouldn't go wrong. And uh, supporting one another in prayer, that's called intercession. And God likes it very, very much. Now remember, you can shift these things around as you want to shift them around. And the worst thing you could do is try to fill out every page in this book. They're put in here in duplicate for a definite purpose that you don't have to run out and find sheets the minute you use up another sheet. Then we come to Tuesday. And uh, again, there are those confessions of faith. Now on Tuesday, there are some sheets for the lost and backslidden. Those who don't know Christ and who have got away from Christ in their lives. You might just be learning to pray for one of those at a time. And so there are quite a few sheets of that. And uh, you'd want to take the rest of them, put them away till you could have time to use them. And then there's a sheet for the suffering saints in the world. If you listen to the news at all, uh, you realize that Christians all over the world are being persecuted. 
to some degree, we in America have been uh, not experienced this, and there might come a day when we do. But there are a lot of saints and Christians around the world who are suffering because of their faith. And there are very good things to pray for them. They are listed there. And you might want to record names on the back of specific areas of the world in which you are praying. And then we come to the Wednesday division in, in this matter. And again, there are the pray sheets. And then there comes uh, two sets. The Bible has commanded us to pray for those in authority. Now, the first set of sheets have to do with authority in our nation, and the second set of sheets have to do with authority in our state. Uh, don't feel obligated that you've got to fill out every name in here. There's no need to fill out every name unless you really want to, but learn to pray for those in leadership. The Bible, if you read that scripture at the top of the page, says that we ought to give thanks for those in authority, and we ought to pray for them diligently and uphold them that they can lead the world in peace. So there's some requests listed, and you can list others down here as you pray for the president or your United States senator or rep or a Supreme Court justice in the nation, and then people in our state like the governor, the state representative, down to the county commissioner, the city councilman, local judge. Pray for the schools, our school board superintendent, and maybe a principal or a teacher Always be praying for somebody in our school system because there's so much pressure on them. And then, in order to keep us balanced, there's a suggestion we pray for other churches. I'd like to, to suggest to you that you pray for some of the churches you pass by on the way to your church. And uh, pray for some of them that have a different name, who have a, a different part of the body of Christ. Pray for them, lift them up. And one of the safest things to pray for them is to pray the same blessings down that you are praying for your own church. You can never go wrong with that. And then we come to the next day, Thursday. And in Thursday, after the pray sheets, if you'll turn on over, we come to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Uh, the Bible specifically tells us to pray for that. And I don't have to tell you that the turmoil that has been going on there for years and years and years, in fact, it's in the paper every day. So let's pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Then we come to Friday. On Friday, uh, there are maps of the world. And uh, we're suggesting that you pray. There are two different sets of maps, those in the Western Hemisphere and those in the Eastern Hemisphere. And one of the things that you can do is to pray for some of the missionaries uh, and people that are working in those different parts of the world. If at all possible, if at all possible, get a picture of them and stick it here. Now remember, in all of these prayings, the empty sheets down there are to record your prayers and the answers that God gives to you. You might be praying for Mrs. Jones in Africa, and God would say to you, why don't you write her a letter and tell her that you are praying? Well, write that down. Write her a letter. And I suggest whenever God speaks to you and you write something down, an action item, that you circle it. So you'll come back to be able to do that and remind yourself that that's something you should do. It's very important we follow through on what God tells us. Often when I'm praying for people, God will say, call them, write them a note, hey, even sometimes send them some money according to what God knows that their needs are. But try to pray for one or more of the people in the world that are representing us across the world. So remember this. Uh, you might be a person that is very heavily mission-minded. You might even want to move some of these up to the daily section. You can feel free to move these to the daily sections if you really want to move them up there. You can move any of these around anywhere. 
And one of the reasons we did it in a notebook is this. You can keep using this notebook over and over again. You'll notice that the tabs are covered in plastic. That keeps them from wearing out. And all you have to do is to go out and buy some new paper. And uh, you're going to be surprised when you keep a record of the many, many blessings that God is answering. Then on Saturday, we just encourage you to pray for heart burdens. Now, many times you'll be moving these up to the, the front of the book. And then there are a couple of sheets that the Bible tells us to pray for our enemies. People who don't like us. God will bless you immensely when you pray for those people. And many times God will tell you how to love your enemies and what to do in order that they might uh, respond and become your friends. My philosophy of life was destroy your enemies, make them your friends. Set out in everything you do to try to bring reconciliation. Our God is a God of reconciliation. Now, prayer is one of the highest privileges that God has given to us. It's the right for every one of us, every one of us, equally, to step into his presence. And I don't care who you are, God is as glad to see you come to his throne of grace in prayer as he is Billy Graham or Earl Roberts or any of the saints of the past and the well-known names of the Christian world. Remember this. Uh, in the world, we have big shots and little shots, and most of us are little shots, but in God's kingdom, everybody is a big shot. And everybody has been given this tremendous right, this tremendous right to be able to come into his presence and ask for anything at any time. Now, most people have found out that to have a, a regular prayer life and a meaningful prayer life, they need to have a set time and a set place where they get alone with God and begin to pray. Isn't it wonderful to hear Pastor Lord describe the many ways in which this powerful prayer guide can be used on a daily basis to help us not only in our walk with the Lord, but in the impact of our prayers as we intercede on a daily basis. And just before Pastor Lord comes and closes this audio CD with a word of prayer, I want to just make a few final comments. Again, remember, this is just a guide. It is not legalistic. That's why he did not name it 30 minutes. It's just 29.59, give or take a few minutes or seconds. But the reality is we want this guide to help you draw closer to the Lord and obviously spur a regular sense of renewal in your own life. In order to help you with that, we have a variety of additional resources that are designed both to help you in the arena of personal renewal, congregation revival, and then restoring leaders who are weary and tired and whom we want to encourage in order to keep them in the fight. You can learn all about those resources at our website, strategicrenewal.com. That's S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-C-R-E-N-E-W-A-L, strategicrenewal.com. And there you will find resources listed under those three primary categories of our mission, personal renewal, congregation revival, and leadership restoration. Our ultimate vision is for pastor-led, local church-oriented movements of Christ-exalting, worship-based prayer that leads to a full-scale revival, supernatural evangelism, and cultural transformation. And friends, that's one of the reasons why we walk with the Lord every day. We want to be a part of that kind of vision. Here at Strategic Renewal, we want to equip you to that end, whether it's personal, whether it's a desire to have renewal events at your church, 
prayer summits or other training that we offer. Perhaps it's an opportunity for us to support your pastor or pastoral staff in some way. We have regional and national conferences. You can learn all about it at our website as well. And of course, if you'd like to order additional material or insert sheets, you can go to Strategic Renewal or our special website that has been established just for the 2959, and that is pray2959.com. Pray. 2959.com. Pray2959.com. And we hope to be uh, visiting with you in the days ahead. We are delighted that we can serve you. And we are especially humbled that God has orchestrated this partnership with Pastor Peter Lord that allows us to carry on the vision that God birthed in his heart for prayer. And we are very grateful that God has led you to be a part of that as well. Well, now I think we close in the most appropriate of ways, and that is with Pastor Peter Lord coming and wrapping up this training resource in a word of prayer for each and every one of us. Listen as Pastor Lord prays. What I would like to do now is to close in prayer, and I would like to have a prayer that you will be able, by the grace of God, to discover the wonderful privilege of prayer. Learn how to pray in a greater way, because all of us have to learn how to communicate. When I got married, I had to learn how to communicate with my wife, and I'm still learning how to communicate with my wife. And the more our communication increases, the better our marriage is. No relationship is any better than its communication. And as you communicate with God, you're going to get to know God. And as you get to know God, you're going to come to love God and fulfill that purpose. So let me, if you would, just close this time in prayer. Heavenly Father, this dear brother or sister that right now holds this plan in their hands and are listening to this tape are saying, we want to learn how to pray, or we want to learn how to pray in a better way. And I know you'll honor it. You honored it with the disciples. When they came to you and said, please teach us how to pray, you gave them Luke 11, 1 through 13 as the basis of prayer, the, the first course in prayer. And when we get into the book of Acts, where Jesus had gone and the Holy Spirit had come, we find the disciples, and every time they had a need or a problem, they went to you in prayer, and you gave them the proper answer. So, Father, I ask you to bless these who listen with a real knowledge of how much you love them and how much you want to communicate this love to them and how much you want to show this love to them and give them the ability, Lord, to learn to listen. Give us all the ability to learn to listen and to hear what you are saying to us. Thank you for your patience with us. Thank you for this wonderful privilege of telling us that your phone number is an 800 number. And we can call you at any time, and you will hear us. You will not put us on voicemail or anything else, but you will hear us. And uh, if we give you a chance, you'll talk to us. And so help us to learn not only to talk, but most of all, help us to listen. And Father, I thank you for the, the Bible that is filled with promises of prayer, encouragements to prayer, and examples to pray more than any other one subject. So, Father, bless these dear, wonderful people who are listening and teach us all how to pray and increasingly how to communicate with you, especially how to listen. In the name of Christ, I ask this. Amen. May God bless you. 
And if we can help you in any way, some of the addresses are here in the book, feel free to contact us.